BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton. That's me. I'm Peyton Sarton. <sighs> Y'all, right now it's Friday night. I've been working all day. I covered this on stories, so you might have already seen this on Instagram, but I... I'm just in a weird little funny, fun mood right now. I'm delirious from working the whole day. I forgot to eat most of the day. The things I've eaten today are as follows. A large, super large coffee with oat milk, a Celsius, barely any water, some of a sweet green salad, two bags of chili chews, which amount to be about 700 calories worth of candy with tahini on it and a pizza. And now I just had a glass of wine. I poured myself a second glass of wine. Things are going, you know, I don't know if they're going well or if they're going like really bad. I'm not really sure what I would call this. I'm having a great time, but I'm a little concerned for myself to be quite honest. Some updates. So as some of y'all have seen, I am very close to launching the Endless Summer micro collection for full disclosure. I call them micro collections because I just think it's the best way to describe what that is. It's just going to be a top and a pair of shorts, as I've mentioned on Instagram. So after the micro collection comes out, there will be a full larger fall collection. But this whole thing has been such a learning curve. And I like that I've started off really slow and learned kind of how to, you know, source fabric and create clothes. And especially when it comes to using the all recycled fabric that I do, because that's really important to me, just doing everything right Y'all just take such a long time. There's so many legal things that go into it that I just didn't know, right? I just like jumped into this. (laughs) So I'm learning and I like that I'm learning slow. I've been trying to give myself some grace and I really like the concept of this collection. It's pastel focused and the shorts, many of you have told me you wear them like every single day if you bought the shorts from the first drop, the Varsity Collection, which I also will be restocking. So follow Full Disclosure on Instagram for more information on that. It's at where Full Disclosure. I also put it on uh, my own Instagram at Peyton Certain. So just follow along. You know you want to. Other than that, I have no life updates for y'all. There are things that are going to happen in my life <laughs> in the next six, six months that are like just such massive, huge changes for me. But right now I'm kind of just sitting around waiting for those changes to start. So I'm enjoying myself. I'm trying to focus on my work. I'm trying to focus on this podcast. And I've just had a lot, a lot administrative work to do. So I've just been sitting at home or in my office, just like doing that all day. And um, like my eyes are 
twitching by what time is it right now? It's 12.30 a.m. that I'm recording this right now on Saturday morning. (laughs) So Friday night, I've been looking at this computer since 9 a.m. So it's been quite quite a while. It's been a hot second. So that's my life this last week is just literally staring at a computer screen. So I don't really have that many updates for you guys. That's about it for now. So because my life is boring, we can go ahead and get into today's episode. I wanted to do a full episode on going on dates by yourself or taking yourself out on a date, if that's how you want to look at it. I get a lot of questions because I kind of talk about, you know, the fact that I do this quite frequently and oh my god y'all people drag race through downtown at nighttime again it's 12 30 in the morning they're so loud and they never stop it's just confusing i don't know what they're doing but it's very aggravating to me anyways so i wanted to go ahead and talk about this because i get a lot of questions about like the confidence level of going out and doing this and like what do you do when you take yourself on a date and like why do you take yourself on dates and like do you think it's weird do you feel weird yada 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 So we're going to talk all about this. I don't think this episode is going to be a very long one, but it's definitely a very important one to me. So let's go ahead and get started. I have a little outline that I've written down here. Surprise, surprise. I actually have an outline for the first time in all of the episodes. I'm actually going to look at something that I wrote down and reference it (laughs) because I did a little planning ahead. Because I wanted to make sure that I hit all my points I wanted to hit. And I also had you guys put some input in on my Instagram story about like what your favorite dates to go on by yourself are, if you have any questions about dating yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to go down my little outline list. I'm very proud of myself for this, by the way, because usually I just ramble on and on and on and on, as you can probably tell. And it's been 15 episodes, so maybe I need to like get my shit together. I don't know. But first, let's talk about why I like going and taking myself out on dates. And honestly, really, most of the dates I take myself on are just more like I go take myself to lunch or dinner or to a bar or something like that. Usually when I'm traveling more often than not, but I try to make myself do it here in L.A. as well. So the reason I like this first and foremost is it is kind of a challenge as a person that likes to spend a lot of time alone. I do understand why going and sitting by yourself at a restaurant seems intimidating And I'm a person that like loves to do shit like that. And you would think I'd be the first person to be like, oh no, it's not weird at all. I totally understand that it's weird. And I will say at first, I definitely was super intimidated by doing that. And it made me really uncomfortable. And I almost was like, why would anyone ever fucking do that? Obviously. But I think as I've gotten older throughout my 20s, I just realized a few things that we'll get to later when we talk about having the confidence to do like this, just take yourself on a date and sit there by yourself and like, enjoy it. But I think that now I do really enjoy it. And I think anytime you can like challenge yourself and put yourself in a position that's like a controlled risk, right? So like, for example, I was a gymnast growing up and I loved the fact that when I was learning a new skill, let's say like I was doing the skill called a full If y'all are not familiar, it's a skill where you are flipping backwards and spinning at the same time. And I was used to at that point, I'd been doing gymnastics for probably six years at that point, maybe seven. And 
flipping backwards feels one way and then spinning feels another one. When you put them together, you kind of lose yourself in the air a little bit. It feels a little funky and crazy, but you just have to like, the only way you learn how to do it is you just keep on doing it over and over and over again and falling and failing and losing yourself in the air. And it's really scary, like actually scary because you could actually hurt yourself, right? I was addicted to that feeling. I loved the feeling of the fear of doing it. And I kind of liked the feeling of being out of control a little bit. And once I honestly accidentally did it for the first time. I never forgot that feeling. And I was like, cool, I could do a full now. Like, it's great. I could do it over and over and over again. That's a less controlled risk, right? Because there's like some kind of like physical risk involved. These risks, like taking yourself to dinner, it's a way I can kind of mimic that like feeling of a risk without putting myself in like physical harm more than likely. I'm not going to be harmed physically by sitting at a restaurant by myself. So I like things like that. I just, it's the same as like posting on Instagram when I first started Instagram and I was really embarrassed to post things on my Instagram. I didn't want anyone to see it. Who knew me? Like I didn't want anyone to know I was trying to be a blogger because I hadn't been validated by followers and all that stuff yet. And every time I post on Instagram, it was like a little risk. Like it felt like kind of weightless and I felt like scared. I genuinely was scared. Even now when I answer stories sometimes and I'm being pretty fucking vulnerable about it. Or if I'm on this podcast being vulnerable, I feel myself being like, I get like an adrenaline rush because it's like genuinely I'm scared <laughs> and it's scary to me. And that happened the last Q and A I did on Instagram. I was being like really honest about some things and it just like made me really nervous about the reaction. And I still get nervous now and I have to face it as much as possible. So that's what this has always felt like to me. You can be a person who shies away from that kind of thing, or you can be a person who's like, okay, whatever, like I'm going to develop my character right now. And even though I feel really nervous about this or intimidated or people are going to think I'm weird or whatever, I'm going to challenge myself to do it. And I might have to go force myself and kind of act like I'm someone else and force myself to do it. (laughs) Just whatever way you can do to get yourself to do things like that. I think it's so amazing because this is what builds your confidence, right? All of these little things teach you you can trust yourself and that if you go to dinner by yourself or lunch by yourself, you're not going to (laughs) die. Everything's going to be okay. And the experience might teach you something and make you a little more confident, especially if you do it a couple times. So I like it because it's a challenge. It's a super easy, simple way to challenge myself. And that's first and foremost, why I like taking myself on dates. On another note, it feels really indulgent when I take the time to spend time with myself, not only in my house, because I'm literally alone every single day. I work before myself by myself. Sometimes I have Oksana, my assistant, come and hang out and help me. But a lot of the times I'll have her work, like I'll be at home and she'll be at the office or vice versa, or I'm out of town and she's working. So I don't even work with her that often. So I'm alone a lot. And there's a difference between being alone in my house and taking myself out to eat somewhere. It just feels very indulgent. I like that I can sit down, you know, take care of myself, pay for my shit, get myself something that I really like, take myself somewhere that I really like. Obviously, I'm not taking myself to like five-star meals every week, but when I can take myself to a restaurant that I just enjoy, it feels so indulgent and I just feel like I'm just like a baller, okay? I also like the fact that I can go try new places that I really like. One example of you know taking myself on a date is I, I do that when I'm on trips with Joe, my boyfriend, because 
when he's working, like we'll go, I'll go on like work trips with him, right? So when he's playing a game, because in baseball, they have a game basically every day. So when he's at the field or if he's playing or something, I don't usually go to the games that he's not specifically playing in. And so that means like four games out of the week, I just like am doing whatever. And so it's nice to like be able to be in New York or San Diego or something and take myself out on dates. And I go, you know, crowdsource the best restaurants. And then I go try them by myself. And I just really enjoy doing that. It's nice to like be able to go try what I like and not have to like really think about like, oh, well, this person doesn't like this type of cuisine or like this person, you know, maybe can't afford this restaurant or maybe they think this restaurant is below them. Like whatever it is, I get to decide what I want. I don't have to consider anyone else's I don't have to cater to anyone else's whatever they want. You know what I mean? I don't even know why I don't have the words for that right now, but y'all know what I mean. Also, I just think it's really peaceful and calm to sit there by yourself. It's just, it's solitude, but it's different than being alone in your apartment. It's a different kind of solitude. Again, it just does feel very indulgent. I wanted to note because someone wrote in about how they kind of do their dates like in their apartment, like they order food in and do dates like that. I love that stuff. But particularly in this episode, I'm going over like taking yourself out somewhere because that's where like kind of the challenge lies. And that's where it kind of just like elevates a little bit. There is nothing like ordering in some food and just being a full on vegetable on the couch and drinking some wine and being the most comfortable you've ever been. This is more about like truly taking yourself on a date, truly treating yourself to something outside of the home and experience and doing so and facing the challenge to where it's not about being comfortable. It's more about like teaching yourself to rely on yourself and to be confident and all these other things. This is such a tool that I've used to learn to be confident. Honestly, it's been a really important part of my journey with confidence throughout my 20s. Okay, so now we're moving on to the types of dates that I like to take myself on. I also asked you guys what types of dates you like to take yourself on. And surprisingly and unsurprisingly, there's a lot of you who responded to my Instagram story who love to take yourself out on dates. And you guys gave me some really good ideas. So I'm just going to go through the list that I have here. For starters, the simple taking yourself to a restaurant for dinner or for lunch So dinner's amazing because it can be kind of swanky, like darkly lit. That's when I usually will like try to get myself just like a two-person table or something. I will sit at the bar sometimes. It just kind of depends on the vibe of the restaurant and like if I can get a reservation or something. But I usually like to, if I can, sit at a table because it feels like the experience, right? And take myself somewhere that I really love or that's really unique or something like that. So dinner has a whole different vibe when you take yourself out to dinner. Also, obviously, start with some drinks. I'll do like a couple different courses. It's a great time. Another thing is to take yourself to lunch. Like I mentioned, someone mentioned that she likes to do like lunch and like a martini or two and then go get her nails done, which I think is heaven on earth. That sounds (laughs) amazing. I might have to do like lunch somewhere and then with drinks and like go get a massage or something. I don't know. I mean, since I've lived in LA, I actually didn't do this last year because I was with Joe on my birthday, but my mom would send me money on my birthdays and I would go take myself to a restaurant here called the Ivy for lunch. And they have a seat or they have a table in like the back left corner outside. If y'all are familiar with the Ivy, it's like stunning. There's like roses everywhere. It's outside. Like 
you might spot a celebrity or two there. One time I saw Queen Latifah pull up to the Ivy in a white rolls with a bunch of different fabulously dressed women in this car. And they all like rolled up to the Ivy and like threw their keys to the valet. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so the clientele's just like cool and vibey. Also last time I was at the Ivy, I saw a guy with an Aggie ring on. That's my college, by the way. And it was like an older man. I was with my family. My dad wears his Aggie ring all the time because my whole family went to the same school, the same college I went to in, in Texas. And I saw him there and I was like, oh my God, is that an Aggie ring? And he was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> I love the Ivy. It just, it draws it a really just cool crowd in general. It's good for people watching. But anyways, they had this table in the back corner and it is like a table for one person. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't seen it in like a year and a half. I have not really been paying attention when I go there at that table, but Anyways, I for like three or four years in a row, I, on my birthday, took myself to lunch at the Ivy on or around my birthday. That was like my moment to myself. I really enjoyed it. I was, I'd always like start with a coffee and then I get a, no, I'd start with a drink and then I would do like apps, the main course, dessert and coffee. And I would just sit there at this amazing restaurant and do that every year for my birthday. So I love lunch by myself. I love dinner by myself. I think the lunch and martinis and getting your nails done thing, amazing. Get your hair done. Whatever spa treatment you want to fit in there, do it. That sounds like a wonderful way to spend a birthday. That's actually kind of cool too. Like what if you took yourself to lunch or dinner for your birthday? Maybe not on your birthday, but around it. So like you could do birthday with your friends and stuff. And then you have like your tradition that you take yourself somewhere that you really like. It doesn't have to be nice. Just somewhere you like the ambiance, you feel comfortable and you like, I don't know, write down what you want to do that year, write down what was great about this, you know, the year and just like sit and contemplate over like a really great experience and meal. I love that idea. I, I might need to do that for myself. So that's one, or those are two options, lunch or dinner. Another one is going to a bar. So for me, I've done this before. Um, like if Joe is playing, he's got like a night game or something and I go eat somewhere. Sometimes I'll like walk around, like go to a bar or something and sit there. I did this in New York and I was not feeling very social. So I just like had a book with me and I ended up reading it at the bar and it was probably one of the best nights of my entire life. Like it was just so simple. I was drinking a wonderful cocktail reading an amazing book. No one approached me. That's what I like about New York too, is that like people do stuff on their own all the time. So I, I feel very comfortable doing that there. But that's always nice. I've also gone to a bar before where I, you know, talked to the bartender because she wasn't like too busy. And then I talked to like a couple of the bartenders and it ended up giving me like a full free meal. <laughs> uh, when you're alone, they'll do stuff like that. So yeah, it just depends on what you want to do at the bar. You could you could go sit at the bar and not talk to anyone if you wanted to, or you can sit at the bar and like converse with people. It just depends on like what you want to do. I've also sat at a bar and talked to like the guy or girl next to me or the couple next to me. I've actually met some really cool people doing that, but it just depends on like my vibe that night, you know? I, there's something about going to a bar and reading. Obviously has to be the right bar. I do want to say that. You're not going to go to like a college bar <laughs> and read at the bar. But like I've just been to like some nicer restaurants or some like cool New York spots where like it was super normal and chill to just like read at the bar or a hotel bar too would be perfect for that. We'll talk about a little bit later about what I do when people approach me and I don't want to talk to them when I'm on dates by myself, but we'll discuss that in a second. Okay, some more more things. Those are my top two that I normally do. And then here's some of the few that were written in. 
coffee dates. I had someone write in and say she'd take herself to a coffee date every Sunday, which I think is such a good idea. Just sit down, grab some coffee. I think that that is like the least intimidating way to date yourself because like people go to coffee shops all the time and like open their computer and stuff. I would challenge you if you do that because I feel like going to a coffee shop and like getting your computer out doesn't really like, I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't feel challenging enough to me. That just feels like normal life. Right. So I feel like go to a coffee shop, bring a book or a journal and like just sit around on a Sunday morning with your coffee and like do your weekly reflection or journaling or reading or something. I feel like that's a really good way to ease into taking yourself on dates, by the way. Another one was a museum. I absolutely love this idea. I'm waiting I don't even know if museums are open in LA. I've moved downtown during COVID and there's some really cool, like cultural things to do around here. The Broad Museum is in downtown Los Angeles and I don't know if it's open or not, but I actually love the Broad. And if I went to a museum by myself, I mean, that'd be the most fun thing ever. So that's a great one. If you got some museums in your town, definitely go do that. And also I feel like for some reason that's not intimidating either. Like it just, how would you even be able to tell if you're by yourself or not? I don't know. Usually, like, if I'm at a museum with other people, I'm just, like, walking around by myself anyways, kind of. So that seems not intimidating. So that's a good way to start, too, I think. Another one is going to the beach or going to a park. Love this. Put together a little, like, picnic-style thing for yourself, depending on what you like. Maybe bring yourself some wine, bring yourself a beer or two, a snack, some lunch, whatever it is, and go sit at the beach or the park and read or something. I feel like reading is just such a good activity to do a lot of the times if you're at a restaurant or a bar, beach, coffee shop, park, whatever it is, because it makes you like slow down a little bit. You're not on your phone connected, talking to other people. You're really spending time alone, but you're still like doing something, you know? Someone says she takes herself to the movies, which I love that one. I think that one's such a good idea. Someone wrote in and says she takes herself to drive-in movies, which I think that counts as going out of your way to take yourself on a date, even though it is pretty isolated. Like, not a lot of people are going to notice that you're alone. I feel like that's also very not intimidating just to take yourself to a drive-in movie. It also sounds really fucking fun. That sounds amazing. That's a really good idea. If you're here in LA, they're, I think they have, what's it called? Rooftop Theater or Rooftop Cinema Club or something like that. I don't know. I've been to one of them. They're really fun. And I think they have a drive-in movie in Santa Monica. Because otherwise they do like more rooftop events. But they're, I think they have a drive-in version in Santa Monica. So if you're in LA, that could be a good idea for you. Let's see. Someone else said a comedy show. I really like that, actually. Bonus points if the comedian points out that you're alone, which honestly sounds great. I think I wrote in on this that I think um, the perfect time to do this is when you're on trips. Obviously, you need to be safe. Don't trust people who come up to you in a restaurant and like want to hang out. Make sure that you're like getting a secure ride to and from places, or if you're walking, you're walking in well-populated areas, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all know the vibe. But yeah, I think this is a perfect, like I said before, a perfect thing to do on trips because um, if you're intimidated or scared of running into people you know or whatever it is, this is a nice way to start is like when you're on a trip and you have some alone time. If you're traveling for work and you have some alone time, totally perfect time to take yourself on a little date. Okay, so the most common question that I got 
about taking myself on dates is how do you find the confidence (laughs) to do it? So like I said before, I don't think that that type of confidence is something that has come naturally to me in my life, though it's something that I kind of, the challenge is something that I do crave. And I think the more that I do things, it's so cliche, but the more that I do things like this that, that scare me, the more confident I am. And again, there's levels to it, right? Like I'm not doing things that like scare me. Like I'm not going to go walk out in the middle of downtown right now, downtown LA at almost 1 a.m. and just like run around the street. Like that really scares me and I'm not going to do it because it's actually dangerous. But this is a way to challenge yourself and do something that scares you more socially that's not like actually physically dangerous to you. And therefore I find it, you know, much more doable and it's definitely something that, like I've said before, taught me a lot about myself and has given me confidence as I've done it, but it just takes doing it to obtain the kind of confidence that you want, right? So like with most things that I've done, especially with my job, fake it till you fucking make it, okay? Just do it. And I don't have any other words. You got to rip the Band-Aid off, right? Like you got to be like sitting there, you're probably sitting there thinking, I don't want to do that because it seems really uncomfortable. So if you want to stay that kind of person, who isn't confident in themselves enough to go do something like that, you can't. And maybe the time comes that it hits you and you you do want to work on being the type of person that does take them out themselves out and feel confident about it. But if you want to be that person, you have to just pretend that you are. At least in my case, that's what I've had to do. So If I find that really intimidating, I know I have to do it, even though I don't necessarily want to do it, you know, even though I do find it really uncomfortable, but I'm the kind of person who, who can look at something like that and be like, Hey, well, it does sound fun and it does sound like a challenge, but I'm really nervous about what people are going to think. And I, knowing that and being nervous, I still do it. So that's kind of the wall that people hit, I think, is they don't want to do it and like they have to be convinced and all these things. I am not that kind of person. Most of the time, I will just do it for the sake of overcoming that challenge. And for me, it's become one of my favorite things to do. I'm just addicted to every single time I go anywhere, take myself out on a little date. It still is a little bit uncomfortable for sure, but I just like get more and more confident about it. And I don't know, I just enjoy it more and more every time. So I think that. If you want to find out like how to get the confidence to do it, you just got to do it. And then once you do it, you realize like you didn't die. <laughs> Your the worst case scenario didn't really happen. And what's the worst case scenario? Someone talks about you or you think someone talks about you badly. You thinks that you look like a loser sitting by yourself. I mean, I just, it, it's just not like that bad of a thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know, it's taught me confidence. So I think faking it till I make it and everything works. I just act confident and then I like just am confident. I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but you know if you've done something that made you nervous, like public speaking or I don't know, took lead in a class project that made you nervous. Those kind of things are the things that instill confidence in you. So yeah, this is a this is a tool I've used to gain confidence. It's been something really important to me um, alongside my job that has given me so much 
just like trust and confidence in myself in my 20s. Also something to note if you are someone who falls back on like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird or like whatever it is. I hate to break it to you, but no one, no one thinks about you that much. And that's something that I've noticed too. Even as someone on Instagram who like does my job on Instagram, puts myself out there, like I am such a tiny portion of someone's day. Like you might be listening to this podcast, but like how many things are you going to do today that don't involve me? Like, why am I so worried about what everyone thinks about me? I'm not someone that someone thinks that people think about all the time. You know what I mean? So if you're sitting in a restaurant, the people around you are like eating their food. You know, they're, they're not really like paying attention to you. They might look in your direction every now and then, but like, it's just like not that big of a deal. Like you're not that important, which is a wonderful thing that should make you feel really free. You know what I mean? Um, I found a lot of solace in that. And I've also noticed that if I do see people staring at me or like someone staring at me and I think they're being judgmental, let me tell you most of the time that if I'm sitting alone and I see like a woman staring at me from across the restaurant and I'm like oh my god she thinks I'm so weird sitting alone by myself with my book like do I look weird I don't know I would say more often than not after it's uh, whether it's a woman or a man it's usually a girl or a gay which I love they'll literally come over to me and be like I love what you're wearing or like hey you just look really cool over here like you just look like you're vibing by yourself I love it like they'll make a literal comment and this whole time I was sitting there thinking oh my god they're judging me (laughs) just you know have some faith in in people okay it's gonna be fine so let's see on that same note like if someone ever asks me or approaches me about being alone this happens more with men than it does with women obviously like men approaching me sitting down if anyone ever when I'm sitting or eating alone if they even act slightly judgmental in conversation with me about it, like if they're like, for example, this is how conversation has gone before with men in particular. They're like, hey, are you waiting on someone? And I'm like, no. Are you waiting on your boyfriend? And I'm like, no, it's just me. And they're like, I'm obviously sitting there reading my book and I'm like looking up like, nope, just me. And they're like, oh, like you're by yourself? And I'm like, yep, I am. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, so you're like, eating here alone? And I'm like, yes, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think in conversations like that, where it's like a person who's most likely not even judging you, they're kind of just like trying to grasp because I think maybe they've never really seen someone do that before. I don't know. But I've had that conversation more than once where I know it would be easy for me to feel dumb explaining to someone that I'm eating by myself, that I'm not waiting on anyone. But I just decided that I don't want to feel dumb about that. It's like, I feel like when I have those conversations, I don't on purpose do this, but I, I answer in a way that's so confident that it makes them feel dumb for asking me, you know, like if they're like, Oh, you know, for example, like I just said before, Oh, you're not waiting on anyone or, Oh, are you eating alone? Like kind of a more pointed question that either takes them by surprise or maybe they are judgmental about it. I don't know. I answer so confidently And so matter of fact, and I just own it. And it is such a beautiful moment to have with myself because the second that you start being affirmative and really confident in the things you're doing and saying and owning them, anyone who questions you immediately feels dumb. (laughs) And it's one of those things, I don't like to do that to people who aren't judging me because there's a difference between someone being judgmental and someone being like 
surprised by me sitting by myself. But yeah, I just I'm super pointed. I'm super matter of fact. And I'm like, yep, I'm yeah, I'm just eating by myself. As if like, duh, of course I'm eating by myself. Like, what else would I be doing? And people are usually like, oh. And they and then I can tell in their eyes that they feel stupid for asking me. So I wouldn't take it into too much into account that someone's gonna judge you because it's super easy to flip that switch. Anyone who's gonna judge you for that, if that even happens, most of the time it doesn't though, I can tell you. People are honestly a little better than we give them credit for. And I think a lot of the times when I do have conversations with people and I'm eating alone and they ask me like, oh, that's cool. Like, do you do that a lot or whatever? If they're really inquisitive about it, most, most people leave that conversation being like, oh, I wanna do that. Or like, you know, it's the same way that people react to me on Instagram or whatever when I talk about it. They're like, oh, wait, that actually sounds really cool. Like, I want to do that. You know, it's just not only do people not think about us that much, but also people are a lot less awful in most cases than we think, I think, especially if you own what you do, too. Again, like I said, confidence is key. You got to fake it if you got to fake it. And once you do it a couple times, particularly taking yourself on a date, it's going to seem like the easiest thing in the world. And it's honestly going to be so fun. Another thing I did want to note is someone wrote in and said that she has worked in restaurants for a long time. And she said that the staff uh, never judges people for eating alone. So for that reason, she's always really enjoyed eating by herself because she's like, she understands from a staff perspective in the restaurant that like they never judge people for eating alone, which I thought was really sweet to write in and like a cool perspective to have as well. We're almost done here. One question I got is, what do you wear? And I mean, I just gave a lot of examples of various dates you could take yourself on. It just depends on the activity, really. If I am, sometimes I'll like take myself out to eat dinner. Like let's say I'm in New York and I'm going to meet a friend for a drink. I did this actually last time I was in New York, particularly the time I sat at the bar with my book and just read. So I met a friend for happy hour and we had some like apps and stuff. And then I moved over to the bar because she had to leave. And I just like sat by myself and had a drink. So for that, I was like a little bit more like cute and dressed up because I had gone to dinner with a friend. Or sometimes I'll like either get a, get a drink by myself before I go get a drink with friends, <laughs> depending on how much time I have to kill. Or get a drink by myself before I go to dinner with friends, especially if I'm traveling again. So it's just going to depend on the activities that I'm doing before or after. If I'm not going to meet up with a friend or meet up with Joe after his game, like out and go to dinner or something, I'll usually dress a little more low-key because I do find that if I wear something like super involved and like styled, it will cause more people to talk to me. And I don't really love that idea so much. Even if I'm feeling like if I want to be in like a confident, talkative mood to people around me, I still don't want to like draw way too much attention to myself just because like, you know, I don't want that many people to to talk to me. I don't want to give that many people a reason to talk to me. You know, I'm already a girl sitting alone at a restaurant or a bar. So you're already going to get approached to like, I'm not going to be doing that, you know, much. Like I wouldn't wear the the dress I wore to Vegas that I showed you guys on stories, the hot pink like shiny dress, <laughs> probably wouldn't take myself on a date in that dress, but something more casual, you know, like jeans, boots, probably not heels, but just like something comfy and cute depending on where I'm going. So I don't know, long story short, there's not like a, a certain uniform I have when I'm taking myself out to dinner, but I do like to do something a little bit more dressed up than just like sweatpants or something. 
And so this one kind of feeds in this next one. Someone asked me, and actually a lot of people alluded to this, like, how do you deal with getting approached by people? Because as a woman, if you're sitting alone, that probably will happen to you. So I'm just really clear about it. And I know it can be uncomfortable. But again, it's one of those things that like, you got to set a boundary if you want it there. So um, even though sometimes it can be uncomfortable, if someone approaches me that wants to talk, so like, let's say I'm sitting at a restaurant at a table by myself and I get approached by someone, a man, asking what I'm doing or asking me questions about myself, I'll usually like kind of entertain them for maybe 30 seconds. And then the second that I can enter into conversation that like, hey, I'm just like having a time by myself or like, I just, you know, I'm just like doing my own thing. If I don't want to speak to someone, I'm not like overly friendly. I will, I won't be mean, but I'm just like really direct. So like, if I want to be alone, I will make that really known after chatting for about 30 seconds or so. It just depends on the person though. So if you are open to being talked to when you're out, then like, then you're open. Sometimes, like I said before, I'm a little more open I'm not usually open to like men approaching me randomly, especially because I'm not single. So I um, I don't love that whole situation really ever. But like sometimes I'm more open to talking to, you know, people near me at the bar. If I'm sitting there, a lot of the times it's women. A lot of times it could be couples or guys that I find like just not to be too aggressive <laughs> or the bartender or whoever else that is around. Maybe I'll talk to that person about, you know, if I'm in a city that I don't live in, like what's what should I do around here? Things like that. I don't really usually tell them too much information about myself, but it can be nice to have a conversation sometimes. But again, yeah, if I don't want to have a conversation, I just am super simple and to the point and not mean about it. And I honestly haven't had any bad reactions from people when I'm really direct. Usually they're just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, no, no problem. And they like leave me. So, I mean, I, I just don't have any bad, um, I haven't had any bad situations with that. So yeah, I would do that. Just be really clear about what you want to do. Because also remember, this is your time to be on your date by yourself. So it's all about you on your date with yourself. So make sure you remember that. (laughs) Don't feel guilty if you don't want to talk to someone. All right. And some final tips. I had some people write in with these tips. So one girl pointed out that she in the restaurant, I think this this is how I took it at least because I feel the same way. She's like, it's all about having like, a good place, not only a good restaurant, but like a good spot in the restaurant with good vibes and stuff like that. I am so like this. I don't know if anyone else, I mean, probably people are like this. I'm not the only one. I am very particular about where I sit in restaurants. I'm also very particular about the chair that I sit in at the table that I'm at. So I like to have my back to a wall where I can see more of the restaurant for sure. You know, that doesn't, there's certain restaurants that are set up different ways, I understand, but that's like my general vibe. I don't, you know, it's, I think it's a survival thing. I think it's an anxiety thing. Like I always do need to see the door, I guess. Um, and I just like to see everything. Like I just want the visual of it, right? Also, there's just something about like certain tables in restaurants. Like you ever walk up to a table and you're just like, no, like this is not my vibe. <laughs> and it could be the same exact physical table and chairs and setup as a table literally right next to it. But like that table is just more my vibe. And when I eat alone, I generally try to find an area that's more my vibe. Like the other day, I guess this is like probably almost a month ago, uh, two weeks ago, I was in DC and I 
was waiting on a spot at the bar at a restaurant in uh or like near dc i went out to a little date by myself out there and i was sitting like it was kind of raining outside i was sitting by a window like facing the window and actually surprisingly my back was to the restaurant but the window like i could see outside and it was gorgeous and it was raining it was like evening time and there was something about the seat that just like drew me to it but there was no like place setting there it was like an extension of the bar kind of and no one was sitting over there so i was just like okay i'll sit in this little seat while i wait for the bar and as I was sitting there, one of the servers came up to me and was like, hey, we could just like make this a seat for you if you want us to. And they just did it. And I just sat in an area with the best fucking vibes, y'all. It was so good. And there was something about that specific area of the restaurant that I was just drawn to. And it just like made everything better. And I might sound like a total psycho right now, but if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. You have to be in a good like not only a good restaurant with good vibes, but like an actual place in the restaurant and the actual seat that I want in that table. <laughs> I hope you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if not, I just feel like a psycho. Let me know if you guys think the same thing as me in that situation. So yeah, be particular about where you want to sit. If you can, if there's extra tables, make sure you get the spot that you want because this is your time, you know, with yourself. So someone else mentioned that she likes to leave her phone in the car when she goes on dates by herself. So I personally am not here yet. I'm not at that level yet. I will say when I'm on my self dates, I do get on my phone sometimes because I'm a freak about work and if I could be answering emails, I will do that. I try not to though, because I do try to bring a book usually or like a journal of some sort. And if I do get on my phone or if I have to get on my phone or if I don't have a book with me at the time, sometimes I'll try to get on Pinterest or something, like do something that's more like kind of creative and feels more relaxing than working. And it's a little less like almost like busy. It's more like inspiring. But usually I try to bring a book or something like that. Again, not quite at the place where I'm leaving my phone in the car because I have separation anxiety and I really should work on that. But if you are there, you are next level. And I, I genuinely, I actually aspire to be that way. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I, I have to try it. But I also just like need to know the time. Okay. I could probably just get a watch for that. What if there's an emergency and someone needs to contact me? Don't you guys wish we lived in a time when there were not cell phones? I mean, I was alive in the time where like everyone had cell phones, but like not everyone lived on their cell phones. You know what I mean? Cause I'm 27 right now. Like I remember when we just had like the snake game on the phones, right? It wasn't a smartphone situation. And now I'm just expected to be available at all times via text and email, literally at all times to everyone. And Oh my God, via Instagram DM, I had to be available to everyone at all times to tell me their life stories. I would ask questions, which is part of my job. I know I'm not supposed to complain, but it's just a lot of being available. So maybe actually leaving my phone in the car would be very transformative. <laughs> I don't know. I'll work on that one. If you guys are at that level, hats off to you and let me know if you are. Let me know if you've ever taken yourself on a date and not only done that, but also left your phone in the car or wherever else. I usually will put it in my bag or something and try to forget about it. Okay, so what I'm going to leave y'all with, and the last question is, how often do you take yourself on dates? That was a question pointed at me. 
I don't really have like a set schedule. I think it'd be really nice to. I had a couple of you guys write in and say like you do it like the coffee date every Sunday. I had a couple other girls say like once a week. They didn't specify like what they do, but they said they usually take themselves on a date once a week. And some people said they take themselves to dinner or something once a week. I think it's a really good idea to do it once a week, especially if you're single. I read a blog post. Fuck, I forgot who it was. I'll If I remember, I'll put them on the Instagram, but... I read a blog post. This girl was saying that she is single and she really enjoys actually taking herself on dates, which I also loved when I was single, just as much as I love it now when I'm not single. She said she did, I think once a week too. I think it's just such a good idea. Like it's just so fun. Please guys challenge yourself to do it. If you feel weird about it, especially then do it. Okay. I want all of you to be challenging yourself to do something a little bit out of your comfort zone. All right. It's going to make everyone honestly like yourself a little bit more, get a little uncomfy. It'll be a transformative experience. Let me tell you. And then you know what? The next week, do it again. And the next week, do it again. Oh my God. It's going to be so fun. If you guys have any more ideas for dates that you take yourself on, please let me know. I had a couple of you guys also write in to say that you have taken yourself on solo trips. One girl member wrote in and said that she took herself to, I think it was London maybe, and Paris. Like she did like a little London and Euro adventure. I'm not there yet personally because I really get nervous as like a solo female traveler, but I could totally take myself on a trip to New York. I do feel... Like that's a place I could really do it. I feel like if I didn't live in LA, just because I know LA so well personally, that I could do LA by myself as well. Also, it's kind of by myself because like I take myself to these places, but I feel like I always know like someone in that area. So I don't know. Does it count? I'm not sure. But the trip thing is interesting. I really do want to take myself on a little trip. Maybe I'll do like a weekend away either like on the west side of LA at a hotel reach out in Marina Del Rey for a staycation. And they asked me if I wanted to go with friends. And now I'm thinking, like, what if I just, like, went by myself? That'd be so fun. Or, like, went to Orange County or something for the weekend. I've actually done that before in Orange County. I went to Laguna Beach to, what's it called? Oh, Pacific Edge, I think is what it's called. It's a hotel. Best experience. It was so fucking fun. So that's another thing. If you want to level it up a little bit and you feel safe doing so, the trip sounds really nice. Maybe I'll do that and vlog it. But anyways... Please let me know if you guys take yourself on a date. Please, please, please take yourself on a date. Put it on your story. Tag myself at Peyton Sarton or tag uh, at NTS by PS on Instagram or tag us both. And maybe I should come up with a hashtag for this. Stay tuned for that. But yeah, tag me in your self dates. I will repost them on my story. I would be so proud of you guys. If you guys have not done it before, if you're a little bit nervous, if you did take yourself on a date, that's just such a fun, it's so fucking fun. Just do it, please. And then post it and then tag me and then I will congratulate you personally. Okay. And that is the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this inspired you guys to go Take yourself on a date, take yourself on a little mini staycation or trip or whatever it is that your little heart desires, okay? You have to just treat yourself and love yourself in this life, okay? Here's where I do my promo corner. Make sure you're following me at Peyton Sartin on Instagram. 
Everything will be linked in the show notes as per usual. Make sure you're following Note to Self on Instagram. That's at NTS by PS. And on TikTok, I'm loving the TikTok presence for the podcast. I am really slacking on doing the TikToks lately, but I am thinking of possibly hiring someone to help me with that. Uh, I just love doing the little video montages with the audio clips. I think it's so cool. I haven't really seen any other podcasts do that before. So I'm really proud of those. So follow at note to self pod on TikTok. I would absolutely love to have you remember to rate and review the podcast. If you haven't already, I really, 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 really appreciate that. Like it just makes me so happy when you guys do that. And I, I just, I really appreciate anyone taking, you know, your special time out of your day that you could be taking yourself on a date with and commenting anything nice in the review section of Apple Podcasts. Super kind. It helps me a whole lot. Make sure that if you are on Apple Podcasts that you subscribe to the podcast. If you are on Spotify, make sure that you follow. That's like the same thing as subscribing on Spotify. And I love you guys so much. I will see you next Tuesday.